Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Hello, Fightful Faithful. Welcome to the Tuesday uh, Grap Show. Uh, sour Graps, it is. Uh, sour like a, like, a, like a pungent cheese, because that's, that's the pun for tonight. Oh my it's God, there's puns. a reason I do this. Welcome to the Sour Graps post show for NXT. On July 25th, guys, get in your Super Chats and your Humper Chats at HumperChats.com. I've got a lot of favors to ask of you at the beginning of shows. So bear with me as we go through them because there's a lot. But we are going to ask you to leave a thumbs up on this video because it helps people find us in the algorithm. So if you could do that, that would be so neat. The second thing we're going to ask you to do, subscribe to this YouTube channel. We are closing in on 100,000 subscribers. Very exciting landmark for us. There's like subscriber exclusive content going up. And Sean said when we get to 100,000, he's going to do uh, a Q&A show. So a specialty one that's normally something we do behind the paywall. The paywall, you say? The paywall? What paywall? Well, I'm talking about the Fightful Select paywall where you can get all the latest and greatest breaking news on FightfulSelect.com. Scoop skis like pretty much always all the time, plus a bunch of bonus content. Plus, like, you get me and Alex doing pay-per-view post shows, which is just, it's just a hoot. And you get us doing the Raw Review, and you get Alex uh, doing SmackDown gimmick. Or Collision, one of the two, usually. SmackDown Collision thing, depending yeah. on how he's feeling that day. Yeah. Or depending on how much bad wrestling he can take. Right, right. Well, th- this, this, this weekend, I'm going to be up at a friend's uh, lake house on saturday so looks like looks like no collision for this boy uh go. so probably probably gonna do a smackdown review on friday so there you can go. i go uh can you get yourself to new lisbon wisconsin i probably could but i'm not gonna lie there are closer lakes than yeah. wisconsin to yeah. like i could drive like an hour and a half to a lake mm-hmm. I, yeah. yeah there you go so that might not be in the cards but mm-hmm. in the cards tonight cheese puns mm. stemming from yesterday Yep. When the Cease twins forget yep. each other's cheese sticks, but their phones yes. were dead. So they were right. using our chat to communicate about said yes. cheese sticks. Yes. So we're doing cheese puns. Yeah, cheese puns. Alex, um, I thought we were going to be doing candy puns. And you might say, why? Because it was such a sweet show tonight. And I say, no, mm, no, no, sir. Mm, mm, but because mm, yesterday mm. Raw was so bad that we talked about runts for like mm-hmm. 25 minutes. And banana flavored stuff, which I find yeah. out way too many people like, including yeah. Shaza, who I thought was in my corner. 
No. Uh, she's mm -hmm. pro banana Laffy Taffy. So now mm -hmm. I hope that Sean DDTs her. It's a very heartbreaking revelation. I, um, I thought we were going to talk about candy for a lot longer today because there wasn't this wasn't the best show in the in the world either, Alex. Um, no, no. Um, we're going to start with it with one cheese pun from the from the very great Henry the Casey, oh. uh, who who starts us off with Mike the Wiz Wizannon. <laughs> That's how it's starting. JW Pringle also says Alex and Kate, the dynamic duo, Papa Paul, E Elizabeth. You pillar of wisdom, sisters of cheese sticks, Jake, Jam Man, Alpha Bill, Luis, and all the SGS. For the record, cherry over banana all day, every day. God bless you for a correct and proper take from when we used to be a proper country. And people would put cherry over fake banana flavored things all the time. Back when candy flavors <laughs> were man. Um... So, uh, yeah, <laughs> CO says Jimmy and Jay, the quesos. Welcome to the queso, to the queso penitentiary. penitentiary. Honestly, the queso penitentiary sounds like the place I would want to go to jail. Yeah, if I had bad. to go to jail for an extemporary of time, sign me up for the queso penitentiary because that sounds delicious. 20 years to life of deliciousness. Hot, melty deliciousness. I'm all, I'm all for it. Let's do it. A prison um, to who is what I ask. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, Dominic Mysterio, of course, won the North American title uh, last last week. Uh, then they uh, on on SmackDown they jobbed out Pete Dunne to him, and uh, just last night they uh, jobbed out. Sami Zayn to him, and this uh, Sunday they're going to job out Wesley and Mustafa Ali to him because tonight they made a triple threat match. We were like, what happened to us, Kate? Like to us as a society, like we we were we were moving right along. Everything was set up for uh, for a Wesley versus Mustafa Ali one on one classic. Like going back to like it would have felt like like we had been transported back in time to the days of the NXT takeover. Seeing Mustafa Ali versus Wesley one one for the North American title, the workers' title, um, you, you, you could call it. Um, that was all set up for us at Great American Bash. And I would argue, regardless of who won that, there was going to be some more Tyler Bate in that picture. We're gonna get maybe a triple threat of those of those guys against each other. Maybe some 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 more one on one matches. Some really great wrestling, if you will. And then somewhere along the line, um, uh, we had to insert Dominic Mysterio into the into the process. And now um, we're gonna get uh, Mustafa Ali and Wesley, and one of them probably Mustafa Ali uh, having his pinfall snaked out from under him by Dominic Mysterio, um, uh, who will retain this Sunday and make us all sad. If you have, like, an entire roster of people at your disposal... Yeah. How is this the thing you come up with? Mm. Like, how do you actually manage to pick 
Dollar Sedona's the worst wrestler on your roster. I mean, no redeeming qualities. Mm-hmm. And make him main event a terrible Raw. I'll say a mid NXT because there was some good stuff. Mm-hmm. It would sure to be a terrible SmackDown. Yeah. I, um, why? Why would you do this to me? Why would you do this? Here's the thing. I was, it's G1 season, Alex. Okay. It's G1 season. And you know yeah. what? This show started while I was finishing up a night that had Naito and Yano and Eddie Kingston versus Anari. It's Zack Sabre Jr. versus Alec Coughlin. So I can't say that I was like paying attention to this with like every ounce of my human being. No. But Alex, even if I was not watching this banger of a G1, I would rather stare at my wall. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm out of, after last week, after they decided to end Wesley's title ring to someone who mm-hmm. is bad at everything. Mm-hmm. I just ran out of steam. Like, I just, I cannot possibly pour a minute of mental energy into mm-hmm. this garbage. And if one more dork tells me, oh, it's real heat, no, it's not. Because now I don't even I mean, care. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, listen. Real heat, you still have to suspend your disbelief for. You know what I mean? I yeah, can't suspend I- my disbelief with this guy because he sucks. Right. The the this there's isn't like a protected. This isn't like no. back in the day when you thought people were really like no. This was like there's a very the, famous car ride that ended that a long time ago, okay? Yeah. Like a, I can't buy into this crap because he sucks at every aspect of this. So his crappy promos don't get me. His crappy in-ring doesn't get me. Right. And that doesn't make him a real heel. That makes yeah. him pathetic as his job and I'm tuned the right. out. Right. The th- I, I guess my no my, different m- in this opening segment. Right. My point is this: the the only thing that he brings to the table is that he is Rey Mysterio's son, which is the only reason they were able to run the program that they did. That, in the eyes of some, uh, got him over as a heel because of the fam- familial connection. Just if you just ran some random dude attacking Rey Mysterio over and over again without that familiar connection, perhaps that particular program doesn't get over with the people it gets over with. Fine. Since then, since they've moved him away from that, if you replaced him, like uh, if you replaced him with, let's say, someone who can cut promos and work, it would still be the same thing. But um, but it wouldn't be impossible to watch because of the poor quality of it to me. Like you can say it's fun to boo him. Would it not be fun to boo somebody who was actually good at their job? Couldn't couldn't we could put literally anybody else on the roster in place of him and it would still be fun to boo that guy? Like that's my thing is he doesn't bring anything to the table uniquely to 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 assuage all the other bad things about it. It's just, yeah. It's also a load of crap from like a lot of other perspectives. So I don't want to just keep focusing on Dom's incompetence because no. I could do that all day. And I do. Um, I hate the overbooking about it. I just don't like overbooking. I said it many a times this past week. I don't like Jeff Jarrett. I don't like House of Torture. I don't like overbooking. And I really don't like 
really, really lazy overbooking. And that's what we get with Judgment Day all the time. Every single face looks like an idiot, including Seth Rollins, Mm -hmm. because he was like, oh, I'm sure that in this situation, this person will show up alone and not with the same three other people they're always spotted with. So I will bring out only Sami Zayn. Mm -hmm. Every face looks like an idiot when you Mm -hmm. do this. It's so boring and dumb and repetitive. And the other thing is, even if Dom was good at his job, this character would not really be for me. I just don't like it on top of him being bad at this. So, but if you want it to function in a greater context, I would say maybe don't run it the into the ground. Right. Like this well, stuff yeah. has a place. It's not for me, but it has a place when it's a 10 minute sliver on a show and not 40% of your program. It, it is. It is funny because um, a lot of people, uh, let's say in regards to LA Knight, are saying strike while the iron is hot. Come on. This guy's super over. Let's do it. Um, and, and the reason that they're driving this into the ground is that they know it's unsustainable over the long term. So they are striking while the iron is hot for Dominic because they're like, listen, there's no way he's, he could possibly be this over in six months or a year. So let's do all of it now because we, we know it's, it's not sustainable in the long term. Anyway. The thing um, is your iron sucks. It's a dumb iron. Yeah, it's a bad yeah, iron. Yeah. It's like the Monopoly iron where you're like, you're too tiny to iron anything. How am I going to, sure, you could go around a Monopoly board. I can't iron with this. Give me yeah. my little thimble. Yeah. Um, I, uh, they, they, he and, 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 Rhea Ripley come out to start the show off to gloat about the bad booking that put a title on Dominic and uh, Wesley uh, comes out. Ladies, no, 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 we're not doing this um, for 269 days. Nice. That um, that title meant something. It, st- it stood for uh, hard work and opportunity for all. Uh, and you've come here and you've ruined all of that. And I'm not going to stand for it. Uh, and then Mustafa Ali comes out. And Mustafa Ali is a little upset. And I understand it uh, because Mustafa Ali is always upset because with good reason, because uh, of the booking, because he was supposed to get a one-on-one match for the North American title and an honest-to-God program, which doesn't exist anymore. He's got the match, but it's a triple threat now. And the match will inherently, because instead of the match featuring 100% good workers, it now features 66% good workers and one absolute train wreck. So the guess who's going to carry the match, Alex, because right, it ain't right. the guy that's the champ, No, which is fine. So, you want to make a chicken shit heel. Here's my problem. You did something really mean to me yesterday, and it wasn't anything to do with bananas. You pointed out that there is an alley for Dominic Mysterio mm-hmm. to win the U.S. title or get in a U.S. title mm-hmm. feud. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they're not that dumb. And then I thought to myself, of course they are. They are, they are that dumb. Um, the good news about that is maybe he drops this title to move up into that like rather quickly. Um, but that means he's like a contender for the U S title, which makes no, me I, jump I, I listen after last week's ratings, um, which I can't, I can't justify. All I can say is that, you know, honestly, mostly this is, this includes us, but mostly dumb people watch NXT. Uh, that is correct. We are dumb. Uh, so, so they just added more dumb people to watching NXT. Um, well, it's also consistent 
Can we also not say it's just Dominic because it's the rest of Judgment Day showing up? Well, no, but no. like but when I mean, Seth that... Rollins came down, this happened too. When they send uh, listen, a main roster yeah. person down, they, they send main roster rates. people down there. But the people, the, the 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 kind of people they they can spare for extended long runs in NXT um, is uh, um, is is somebody like. Uh, Dominic, who needs the in-ring work and could probably stand to just like live in Orlando and go to the PC every day and and not drop dudes on their neck. Um, so uh, it does feel to me like he's he's sticking around uh, for a while because they like the uh, the the bump that the ratings have provided. If those if those ratings go back to normal, then they won't need him down there anymore, and they'll just you know figure it out from there. But um, Mr. Fali, uh now like he had like his him coming to nxt was a huge deal people were really excited about it him getting into this feud with with wesley and tyler Bate, what people considered to be the number one north american champion of all time considering how many title defenses he had um and also tyler Bate, one of the most gifted young wrestlers the wwe has in their employee that there were there was a program right there for mustafa leaving those two gentlemen and he was doing something interesting where you didn't really know where he was coming for, from and the other shoe was going to drop in this feud and make him regardless of where everything shook out a really important figure in nxt going forward and now that's all gone he's the third wheel in a triple threat match featuring Dominic Mysterio at, at, at the play. Um, but the, 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 the promo, uh, the only thing of note is uh, talking about Dominic is uh, that he uh, tells the truth uh, that Dominic's other daddy, uh, his biological father was the one who gave him the, um, the frog splash. The one he's bastardized as well, as well as the bastardized six one nine that he stole from his adopted father. Um, but he lets slip that he blames Wesley for losing. But mostly what he does, he blames him for taking the match. He's like, you took the match versus Dominic when I was the one next in line. I didn't get to say so. I tried to talk you out of it. Look what happened. Exactly what I happened, what I what I said happened, happened. And so that's what we got. We got this now. So um, so he and Wesley um, uh, have words because Wesley doesn't like that uh, that Musafali is blaming him. But uh, Musafali is right, as he is about so many things. Um, All the time uh, about everything. All this yeah. guy has ever done is be great at his job. Mm-hmm. And he's doing this. <clears throat> and um, anyway, so they come to blows as um, Dominic and, and Rhea Ripley uh, just slink out of the ring. Because, ha, 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 ha. We're trolling you. (laughs) I'm Rhea Ripley, and I fight matches on NXT, but not on the main roster for some reason, but we'll get into that. Yep. Yep. But not for a title um, defense, even though I'm obviously going to win. Like, what the are we doing? They make the match later in the night for the triple threat. Um, Mustafa Ali, did he have a match three weeks ago? He didn't have one last week, and I don't think he had one two weeks ago. It's been a long time since they've actually given him anything to do. You know, so like he's just there. Well, yeah, because like, this wasn't a this wasn't a built out angle. Dominic was just yeah. thrown into it to ruin everything. Yeah, 
like this 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 was on like a logical track and so now it's gotten completely derailed because they've shoehorned this nonsense yeah um so uh yeah so let's talk about cheese let's talk about cheese we've got lots of cheese puns so thank you guys for the cheese puns thanks for the cheese these are good. These are a lot of really good ones. Do we have to give the ceases a commission? Because this was really because yeah, of them. Yeah, should do. Meet Normus says, Lucci's brothers versus the Gouda brothers versus Cheddar Jack Perry and Lucci's Saurus. That is, that, is, that is a hell of a hell of a triple threat. That uh, is a hell of a triple threat. Also, my Orioles are still in first and Snyder is gone. Good time for Meat. It is a good day for Meat. Hmm. Um, uh, Jeeves says, The Ring General Gouda. That's very good. Um, we're gonna talk about it later, but yeah. when I heard Tiffany Stratton speaking today, I was like, mm. I'm really good at my impression of her. Yes, you are. You're fantastic at it. Yeah, thank you. Um, Mr. Showtime, you're way better than Kevin Patrick's impression he's gonna pull out next week. Don't get me started. Monster Showtime says Hunter Hurst Avardi, the HHH. The um, HHH. Uh, in course, that's a deep insert... cut of cheese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, very good. Uh, insert clever, clever Tegan Knox pun says Havar Tegan Knox. Very good. Same cheese, yeah. too. Yeah. Same house. Yeah, good. It's a, it's a decent cheese. Um, insert clever Tegan Knox pun also says Tegan Noxo Noxcho cheese dip. A stretch, but you you put your own. Did you did you lose me or did I lose you? Oh, I had you. Okay, good. I lost you for a second. Oh, I feel like you lost me a long time ago with the show. What's that song? I I nearly, I nearly lost you. We do those at the end. Oh, sorry. Chris Pereira says uh, sting cheese. It's <laughs> sting cheese. Um, the American cheese nightmare. It's good. It's good. Thank you. Uh, Jeremy Pringle says CM provolone. Nice. Um, Darbry <laughs> Asiago. Ozzy, 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 Allen, I'll give you. I don't know how you can, I can't turn Allen into Asiago correctly. Ozzy, open, though. Ozzy, open. There's something there. I'll find no, it. No, 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 no. Ozzy, 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 Oi, oi, oi. Ozzy, Ozzy, Oi, oi, oi. The Gorgonzola of Rock and Rolla. <laughs> Chris Jericho. That's really good. That's, that's the really most good. That's, like that's very, very good. That's the that's the most Jericho has ever popped me. Is, is, is the Gorgonzola of rock and rolla. Um, I'm gonna call him that tomorrow. Oh yeah. The show tomorrow. I'm gonna call I'm gonna call him I'm gonna call him that. You can um, be like his gimmick is very cheesy. Yes, it is. Uh he is the Gorgonzola of rock and roll. Everybody freeze. We have 69 likes. <laughs> so a hundred more of you have to like it or zero. There's no in between. Yeah. Mr. Showtime says um, Colby Jack. Not Cactus Jack. It's Colby Jack. Oh, I like it. Okay. Uh, like Ronald it. Hollick says Noam Cheddar. <laughs> we don't deserve that, man. Uh, Electric Mayhem says the Havarti Boys. <laughs> we got a lot of Havarti here. This is good stuff. 
Uh, Chris Pereira says Monterey Jack Fromage. MJF. Nice. Very well um, done. Henry the Casey says Curds Angle. <laughs> also, I don't know where it is. Where is it? Is it in here? Some, did somebody send it in here? If, I'm, if we're going to do Curds Angle, we got to do... Could you on. just do Puff? Like no. the wrestler Puff? Well, I don't think anybody actually chatted it, but somebody said it in the chat. Um, and I'm going to go ahead. Curds Angle and Way Mysterio. <laughs> Booyaka, booyaka. Where um, uh, Ricardo L. Notorio says Drew Mac and Cheese. Oh, I like that one. Oh, and oh. then he's got he's got a he's got a uh he's got a um uh jukebox here at the end, which is gonna be a lot of fun. So put move that up there to there, um Luis. Um uh, Chris Pereira says Romano Reigns. Oh, that's very good. Darren Lloyd says sky blue cheese. <laughs> um one a lieutenant photo says perfect 10 parmesan spears very good uh tom lavelli says um cotija cotija lariat lariat um <laughs> um alpha bill says uh okay i'm really trying here um ian Bacco, bacconcini I've heard Ian his Rick, name pronounced Ian, worse, even to be honest. Rika, Rika, Rika Balconcini. Um, I'm in. Uh, Ricardo I've heard his also name says, worse. Um, Bill de Mozzarella. Okay, he sucks, but that's a great pun. It's a great pun, though. Um, it is a great pun. Um, uh, uh, Lieutenant Photo says, uh, Macho Manchango. Randy <laughs> Savage. Oh, Andrew yeah. says, Drew Nicholas says, I'm fatter than you, and you know it. <laughs> um, Alpha Bill says, I'm not even trying. Uh, Parmigiano Vinci. Hey, it's me, Parmigiano Vinci. Uh, that's good. Yeah. Um, that's really good. Dungeon Master of Puppets, uh, who's a three-month member of the Five Chinese, says, Gruyere Davenport. <laughs> that's good. I like the ones that rhyme. Um, I do, too. Uh, I like the alliteration, I do, but the ones that rhyme always pop me a lot. Um, sure. Uh, this is good. A Papa Caso says Pepper Jack Perry. That's very good. Um, uh, Michael Dammit says Wheeler Gouda. <laughs> That's really, really good. And it rhymes, so it, it makes me happy. Um, <laughs> Mr. Showterm says uh, Cheeseburger. With oh, cheese. my dude. Uh -huh. I love cheese. Um, uh, Steve O MCC says, uh, Brother Way and Mark Wensleydale, Private Havarti. Very good. A lot of Havarti, yeah. Drew, well, it, it, it's a good, it rhymes with a lot of good stuff, you know what I mean? It does. Um, and uh, How about Drew Sargento Slaughter. Oh, a brand of cheese. I went brand. That's good. That's good. Um, uh, Okay. Um, uh, instead of send hook, it's send Tillamook. <laughs> no? I saw that someone rhymes. say, oh, Luis just said ricotta bomb. That's really good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I saw someone just say Brie Bella before, which I liked. Oh, well, of course. Brie Bella. Very Brie obvious. Mode. Very good. Very good. Doesn't mean, obvious doesn't mean bad. That's But it, but no one else has said it, so I, that's good. Uh, we got another Havarti boys here from Lieutenant Photo. Uh, Drew Oakley says, Degeneration Extra Cheese. 
Very nice. That's the part, the generation I'm a part of. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Bill, Alpha Bill says, uh, okay, a little bit more effort. Ricotta Boogs. I'll take it. Yeah. Um, uh, Mr. Showtime says, uh, Charcuterie Boy. Not Shark Boy, Charcuterie Boy. Oh, okay, very good. Um, and uh, says, Monterey Jack Perry. Very good. Uh, Darren Lloyd says the Gouda father. I was gonna say the Gouda brothers. Uh huh. Uh, we we got and um, Vicky says uh, Sting, Steve Borden, singles. <laughs> Borden Borden's the name of a cheese. It's in the Midwest. I don't know if it actually exists everywhere, but Borden is another brand of cheese. Okay. Um, Tama Valley says Red Velveeta. Very nice. Um, hey, you know what Brock Lesnar or uh, what Braun Strowman is? What? A monster among cheese. <laughs> like monster. That's good. Thank you. <clears throat> um, Ronald, <laughs> Ronald Hollick has your Sargento slaughter here. That's good. That's good. Straight straight cash. Kazuchika Ricotta is, is excellent. It's excellent. <sighs> um, is, is Instead excellent. of like the coin dropping, it's just cheese. <laughs> Kim Kim Gray says, "Hey friends, I'm sick. Make me laugh." Well, Kim, I mean uh, Aubrey Edwards. I mean, if Aubrey Edwards is Aubrey doing Edwards, um, Nick Norma says the American cheese mayor, Colby Rhodes. <laughs> Someone's got to do his theme with cheese somehow. I'm trying to think yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Parmesan <laughs> Moxley. That's good. Um, Ajeev uh, says uh, it's it's string. Jeez. Um, so that's good. It's not uh, sports entertainment. It's provolone wrestling. Yeah. Um, that's good. Um, uh, listen, I, I, because Allie was the reason for these puns, I'm giving her a freebie that I saw earlier. Okay. The provolone wolf. Graham Corbin. <laughs> I saw that a long time ago. That was really excellent. Um, uh, Someone said and, like the baby bell, but Bailey Bell, and I would say the Adam Cole. Yes. Bay um, yeah. Um, Chris Barrera says Edom Cole baby. <laughs> baby baby bells are 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 made by Edom. Um, Chris Barrera says blue cheese bomb. Uh, Mr. Showtime says bandito with a side of queso. I think I'm out. It's okay. It's good. <laughs> I think you tapped out too. Um, and Mr. Showtime says uh, Tiffany Stilton. I'm back, baby. <laughs> All right, that's good. Um, Thank you so for your we cheese got, puns. Keep keep sending in the cheese puns, everybody. Appreciate it. Uh, Paul Elizabeth says, "A happy Tuesday to the best review team, best audience, best moderator, and the worst content to review." Plus, he doesn't even watch it. Pringle. He knows, no, but he knows. He knows. He knows. He knows. I got a text that just said Parmesan raw sap, which is really, really good. Yeah, that's good. That's really um, hey, good. speaking of my parents, I have to shout my mom out for something because she oh, yeah? did something really cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She started a food pantry in her neighborhood like not that long ago, and they collected over a thousand pounds of food. A thousand and four holds, I would even say. A thousand and four pounds of food. We're, just from we're, like their neighborhood. Were several pounds of food uh, just called armbar? <laughs> they were not. No? Okay. But I'm so excited for her. Mm -hmm. Here it is. Hold on, I just saw the text. 
Yeah, 10 months, 1,004 pounds, half a ton. That's crazy. Wow. And just like a little giving pantry they've donated. Mm. My parents Very are good. cool. Um, we can go back to talk about wrestling and cheese now. Yeah. Jared sent this in last week, and I just, just missed it at the end of the show because I was so done <sighs> with that show. Um, but it applies this week. So thank you, Jared, for your for your patience. Something that struck me, the crowd chanting Dom's not ready instead of something like you suck. Somehow that's worse. Oh, it's so like, much worse. Like, like they're extending grace to Dominic instead of actual heat. Like, you're not ready. Please, like it's it's you're just you underprepared for this moment. Yeah. Look <laughs> <laughs> it just it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Not proper um, training. Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh yeah, no, that's a that's a really, really good point. Cause like the crowds will say that Brian Danielson sucks. You know what I mean? Like if it's a mm -hmm. proper heel thing, but saying like you're not ready. Whew. Listen, I'm putting this on right? I'm putting this on the screen simply because of the per my wife from Jason Smith. Per my wife. Nacho cheese man, Randy Savage. Anytime you can do a per. Something like ah uh, ah uh, per my wife uh, who's sure. over there across the room nacho cheese that's very good. Um, I had a lot of per my last emails today, so yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, ba 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 ba. Um, so uh. Ryan uh, Sakini said, Sakini. Uh, so, want some drag. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time, but the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Lee to win the North American title. If true, they're keeping him far away from it for the time being. So, because um, he's, he's involved in um, the... The Heritage Cup cloning uh, deal that they're doing. So, which is like, I actually like him for that. Mm. I've kind of liked more or less what they've done with the Heritage Cup so far. I have yeah. some complaints, but like overall, it's been good, I would say. Um, I would rather, 
I tweeted this joke of a, a poll a long time mm-hmm. ago. Like, who would you rather see win the NWA championship? Tyrus, Bob O'Neill, or mm-hmm. Shoe? Or and Shoe won in a landslide. Right. Like um, With landslide. those options. You know, those options. Yeah, and Bob Bob was second, and Tyrus mm-hmm. was a distant third. Um, right. I would. I think I would like to see, you know, Shoe's time at NWA – it's probably up. We haven't heard a lot about Shoe in NWA. I don't right. know if his contract expired. Yeah. But if Shoe's coming into NXT, I would like to see Shoe beat Dominic Mysterio for the title. That'd be nice. That'd be good. Um, yeah, uh, Jeremy Lambert tweeted out something like that yesterday or the day before. He got oh, an yeah? email from, from a local concert venue oh, with yeah. here, here are these people who were coming, like Kid Rock, Nickelback, Jason Aldean, and a couple others said, of these, which one would you go see? Like Nickelback 100 times out of 100, if those are the only options. Like Nick Nickelback, far and away, Nickelback, those are the only options. Yeah, I was like, that's rough. Yeah. Because it's yeah. like not even close how much it was Nickelback. Because one of them was ta- Hardy. Luis has taken my terrible fantasy booking and uh, stretched, it, stretched it to its full breaking point. He says the scenario from hell is that not only does Dom remain NXT North American champion, but then he beats his dad for the United States title and then unifies them. I think even they're not that dumb, which says something because they're pretty dumb. But I think they know they need a mid-card title in NXT. Yeah. 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 Um. So, um, yeah, Tony, uh, people are saying also, well, uh, this should be, this is, this is what should ha- this, this is the end of Mustafa Ali. Like he does this match, he loses and he just rides off into the sunset. Fightful, uh, per their resources, the, the, his contract ends in mid 2024. So he's not just, he can't just ride off into the sunset at this point. So, I mean, they've benched people for longer, but like, mm-hmm. that's not the impetus behind him not winning here. Yeah. It's yeah. just yeah. poor shit booking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony D and Stax have a little backstage interview um, uh, when they get walked up on by Bronco and Lucian. Uh, Bron- Bronco Lucian, I'm going to call them that. I like it's I, it, it's, um, yeah. Uh, so there you go. Um, and they say uh, Tony says I need to knock some prison rust off. So uh, why don't why don't we have a match uh, later, uh, which is made? They did they made that match. So there you go. Um, and uh, then Lyra has a backstage interview. Um, she does. She, she walked up to Rhea on Raw Talk, whatever the hell they call that thing, um, and and says, "I want to prove to you that I am the badass that you said I was." Um, so I'd like to have a, a match with you tomorrow on NXT. And Rhea says, well, you better bring your A game. And then she says, uh, on her little interview today, she says, I, you know, I, I've been watching her since she was in NXT UK. Um, this is an honor to be in the ring with her. I'm going to prove that I, that I belong, blah, blah, blah. So there you go. Um, why wasn't it a title match when you were, was going to win anyway? Uh, I don't know. Because she never um, defends on the main roster? Because she doesn't defend the title. So that's a thing. Uh, if it was a title match, she would have attacked uh, Lyra before the bell. So, um, 
Carmelo, Trick, and Ilya Dragunov had their sixth man. Um, uh, and um, wouldn't you know it? There were the, some wires got crossed. <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't you? They were unable to fully coexist. I know that's a shock to everybody listening here. Um, but uh, they they were able to defeat uh, the, the, the schism. But um, but they were not they were not without their problems because um, Ilya Dragunov got out of the ring and did the uh, the Braun Strowman choo choo, but but he just dove headfirst near Joe Gacy, who didn't really even have to move if he had just stayed where he was and not taken a step to the side. Ilya Dragunov still would not have hit him, but That's Ilya right. Dragunov hit Trek Williams instead who fell back into the ring steps um, and he was out for the rest of the match. It wasn't that much longer, but um, Carmelo tagged himself in so he could hit the, his final uh, maneuver on Joe Gacy to get the pin. Um, and uh, there was uh, trick had to be held back by Carmelo uh, from attacking uh, uh, Ilya Dragunov. And later in, in the, he, he, he wants a piece of him and Carmelo's like, no, I, I, I'm not exactly sure why I don't want you to fight Ilya Dragunov, other than something is telling me I'm a good guy now, and good guys don't let their stooges fight their battles for them. It's funny, because like a couple of months ago, I totally would have let you do this, and and now for no reason, I think that's a bad idea. Hmm. Anyway, I'm going to go try and work things out with Ilya Dragunov. So he goes and talks to Ilya Dragunov, who by this point has showered and is in his street clothes about to leave. And he says, you know, my boy Trick Williams, he's looking for you. He's going to come down to the ring at the end of the show. He's going to call you out. And Ilya Dragunov says, that's great. I'm very happy he will be calling me out because then I will go to the ring and I will beat him up. And then on Saturday or Sunday, whatever it is this weekend. I will beat you up and take your NXT title. Um, and that's it. So that's what happened. I'll talk about the actual closing segment when we get to it. But anything to add? Uh, look, I don't, I don't, I don't mean to sound smarky, but if I had a title match against someone in a week, I would simply not choose to take a six man with them the week before. I mean, yeah, I'm kind of on your side. Yeah, I don't I'm not saying that I'm like better than everybody else for that, but I am because there was no point for this match. And I also will say like the schism isn't my favorite thing and it's definitely not your favorite thing. But like, I don't know, them they're pretty prominently featured on the program, so them losing to a team that can't even get on the same page feels pretty stupid. Right. It listen, I'm 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 on your side generally, but if the singles people who are not on the same page is this your thing. top champion and his top challenger, and they've got a match on the pay-per-view this weekend, and the other team, the team that's supposed to work together, has a has a win-loss record resoundingly in the red, um, I'm fine with it. Like a year ago or whatever, they did this thing where like, it was a year ago, where uh, Drew McIntyre and Sheamus were in Money in the Bank. But if they lost to the Usos on SmackDown, who were currently the tag champions, 
in a non-title match. They would be out of money in the bank. But they beat the Usos, the tag team champions, the unbeatable tag team champions. Neither guy had a title. So you were protecting these two single stars who weren't, who were like, at that point, Drew wasn't even headed into Clash of the Castle. They were just these guys. So you had, you, you, you had the Usos get pinned in a match that didn't, wasn't necessary because you, they were already in Money in the Bank. And then you booked them in a match where if they lost, they would be out. They didn't have to win the match to stay it, it was, but this is why you shouldn't do the match because, it, like, when the one team can't even get along, I'm like, are you professional wrestlers then still? Like, because you look real dumb if you can't even beat a team that doesn't like each other and one of the guys leaves. You look real bad. Yeah. Um, I missed this part. What's going on with my white girl light? Why is my apartment and my life falling apart? There we go. Did you? I did not see the dem masked loaves taking out the dyad. I missed that. Were the dyad taken out of this match by by masked loaves? Uh, were they? It would make sense, but I didn't see it. Um. I mean, they have to set that up going into when he was Great American climbing match. The, the top rope. I missed that entirely. Listen. All right. It looks that like makes, that are under sense, the mask. That okay. Well, I, then I missed it. I have to go back and watch it. It's probably because their masks are so good. All right. It's probably because they have such brilliant. I, I just I missed it. I missed it entirely. It's my fault. I think I was probably uh, quiet. Writing, writing something about the ridiculous. Oh no, Joe Casey! Please, you should not. Don't stand there, because if you stand there, you are in no danger of being hit by a running torpedo. Oh, okay. Much like Celine Dion, it is all coming back to me. Oh no! Where did Alex go? Did he quit the show? I'm just going to have to read through more cheese puns, I guess. Top of, oh, there you are. Uh, this happens now. StreamYard kicks me out of stuff. It just does. Every now and then it'll it'll kick me out, and I don't. I can't do it. Bad dude Cheeto? Like bad dude Tito. Oh, good. That's good. Get up on your New Japan, bro. I'm, enjoy uh, good wrestling sometimes can't i don't have to this is the thing i don't have time for good wrestling i i don't get paid to watch it she so. won season i don't get paid to watch it get up on her tmdk mate um there's so many cool brit aussie stables with cool hand things um uh there's a uh, there was a tiffany tiffany vignette which i'll let you talk yes, about yes there was um, Thea Hale has a lot of energy. Uh, also, I didn't tap out. I lightly grazed the mat. Mm -hmm. And we're going to fight about it. And while she is young and full of spunk, uh, she's no match for the champion, Tiffany Stratton. That's me. Uh, back to my boyfriend, Ludwig Kaiser. Tiffany, you are going to beat Thea Hale. This weekend, um, with the cattle so, tutelation, with the cattle tutelation. Yes, that is. Her. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's as she, as she says. 
Um, that wasn't very nice. Was that was that something that a good person would do? Forcing me to accept a submission match? I don't think so. Um, oh my She's god, pretty great, man. Like she. Yeah. This was also kind of nice because in this vignette, she was a little bit more. I mean, she's still, she's still our Tiffy, but yeah, she, um, she was like a little bit more down to earth. And I, yeah. I it was just nice that she yeah. kind of sounded like a human being. Yes. Um, so I will talk about this now because um, neither of these women were on the show tonight. Um, but Thea Hale had a, 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 pre, a pre-taped little, inter, little package um, with her and Andre Chase and... Um, and Duke uh, talking her up before her her match. Um, so look, I'm I would be totally fine with this program happening four months into Tiffany Stratton's reign. But like her first, her first title defense versus Thea Hale, she did a visual tap out. She lost the match. Yes. That's not a great way to start off a reign. I don't care who you are. That's a bad way to book if you want to book somebody to be a strong champion, which you should be doing with Tiffany Stratton. The point should be people chasing her like she's actually really good because she is really good. She shouldn't be a a, um, uh, a, a chicken shit. Like once she shouldn't want the match because, you know, she has a hair appointment that day. But once she's in the match, she should actually be really good, good enough to beat you. That is correct. Four months into the into the um, into the into, into her reign, having beaten several good challengers, Thea Hale shows up and she immediately underestimates her because Tiffany Stratton is bulletproof. Nobody can beat Tiffany Stratton, and this is the program that happens to to like make Tiffany slightly doubt herself, have to change her game plan, all of that stuff, which then, after getting past Thea Hale, reignites her reign and lets her right run for another six months. That's how you book a title reign. You don't do this first, especially because not only did she win that match after visually tapping out and losing, she won it via a roll-up. And in this match, she's going to have to win it via a submission move. Like, that is not who we've seen her be in her time in NXT. She's won some matches by submission, but mostly it's her prettiest moonsault ever thing, which is a great move, and she'd be winning with. Like, this is... It just feels like this is too early to do this type of program with Tiffany Stratton um, because it is a, it, it, it feels like you're booking everything out of order. Um, but um, I think Thea Hale is very good. And I, I think that Thea and, Thea Hale and, and Tiffany Stratton will have a very good match this Sunday. But I, I also feel like if this was four months into her reign there would be a doubt in my mind as to whether or not Thea Hale might pull the crazy upset. Because at this point in Tiffany's reign, I don't think there's a chance that's going to happen. So there's a lot of a lot of reasons why you don't do this kind of program right away. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't I don't like Tiffany being cowardly. Like that that feels off base. Um, I do like Thea Hale being overly like mighty mouse about it like that part i like of just like um i i like that they that they're protecting that finisher i i i dig that um but i do feel like i, I think part of it is because we've so sincerely seen her improve so much in the past year i'm like let's not like cheapen that 
Um, but I, yeah, it's the placement in the rain. It's the type of heel that Tiffany is that doesn't, this doesn't like click in for me. Um, I don't like finishes like that, even when uh, it's the right characters at the right time, just because I, I prefer referees be competent and you do a better job at telling a story that is less lazy than that. Um, so it, it's, it's not going to be for me under the right circumstances, but these are the wrong circumstances for it. Match will be really good. Um, they're doing a decent job with what they committed to as well. Like I think mm-hmm. Tiffany's saying that her hand lightly grazed the mat was pretty cute. Sure, I think yeah. um, Dehale's doing a really good job on, on her side of things. So mm-hmm. um, well executed in that regard. And I also don't know, like with the way they've destroyed Roxanne, unless Wendy Chu's coming back at some point, like what other mm-hmm. face do you really have right now? That's not wrapped up in something else. I feel like Gigi Dolan's <laughs> probably like a next on deck candidate for for this if she's not feuding with Keanu James for the next six months of her life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, what other faces do you line up for her right now? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a tough one. They uh, don't know uh, either. Is the problem? She already she already did Lyra. She did to, to win the title. Roxanne apparently didn't they is run it back barred even... from title from title matches. So, well, no, she yeah. she's too busy having to look weak and pathetic, and then when she gets her big revenge, throw people into empty cardboard boxes. So, oh, this is probably it. Yeah, it's probably it. It's probably it. So that's that's great. What a great run you're going to give t- uh, Tiffany Stratton as champion. Um, I will say little things like this. What I'm about to bring up really make me angry. And I wish, I wish it wasn't possible. I actually had to ask our friend, Henry, the Casey who says he likes watching NXT because it's the kind of show where you can just turn your brain off and just watch <laughs> stupid stuff. And it's fine. And I'm like, and I, and I, and I, and I said, in all seriousness, I am asking you this question seriously. What is it like to be able to do that? Yeah, you can't, I can't, I can't do it. So when this is something that will blow, that will blow past Almost everybody watching the segment. But for me, it made me literally frothing mad angry for like five minutes. And I can't stop it. I can't stop this about myself. In the same 15 seconds, Andre Chase said, Thea Hale is a prodigy. She started training at 16 years old. We've been we've been uh, recruiting her to come to Chase University since she started training three years ago at 16 years old. This is the girl who was too young to drive herself to to uh, to indie shows, so her parents had to drive her. Which is it? Because you did those in that order. Was she, was she wanting to go to indie shows when she was 12 and her parents had to drive her then? Because if she was 16 and training to be a wrestler at 16, she was not too young to drive herself to indie shows because she was 16. She may not have had her license yet, but that's not the same thing you said. These are scripts that are written by people with brains. Find contradictions and get rid of them so they don't make people with crazy OCD lose their minds about shit. Because this is not fair to me. It's not fair to me personally. This it's kind of fun for everyone else. I, no, it's not. Please don't, please don't laugh at my pain. It is. It it, it, just, it physically hurts me when I find like, things like this. It's like no, just have it. How is this possible? Also, thank you. Another thing. 
I was so angry about the turn of phrasing used by Andre Chase that I forgot this. This university is only two years old. How are you recruiting her three years ago? This university did not exist then. It well, because it was it was launching. You were Harlem bravado when you were recruiting her to a university you did not yet have. Ooh. They knew they were going to open. <laughs> they were get, they were getting all their funding together. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I wish I wish I wish I could do it. I wish I could could not. I mean, the thing is, you're not wrong. It's just I feel like people like Henry the Casey are able to turn their brains off. Yeah. And then there's you who can't turn your brain off. And then there's me who has my brain on, but yeah. it's just so bad that it doesn't keep my attention. So it's well, not like I'm actively like, ah, oh, what a nice, chill viewing experience. Because I don't. Luis care also reminding us. So Luis also reminding us at, at the ridiculous age that some other wrestlers made their debuts, not started training, but made their debuts. So yeah. let's. I mean, it's not a competition, but if you're going to be like, she's a prodigy, she started training at 16. I mean, Pete I mean, made his debut young. at 14. So like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just whatever. Yeah, um, but like, let's not. Let's not be like, um, oh. So here's something. Braun Breaker is ready for the main <laughs> roster. He's been ready for the main roster for I don't know how long. He had a feud with um, with with Dragonov that ended in a fantastic match for the number one contendership, but didn't even get a blow off of it at the Pape. Like he just did it on a random Tuesday. And I was like, oh, that must mean they're prepping him for a major debut on the Raw after SummerSlam. I mean, otherwise, why would you do this now? It doesn't make any sense to do this now or like this. So obviously, Braun Brickaker is ready to move on and upward to bigger and better things. Nope. Because Von Wagner, babyface Von Wagner, beat Javier Bernal in one move, and then Braun Breaker ran out of nowhere to spear him in half at ringside. And fucking what? The What you're doing with Braun Breaker is a feud with babyface Von Wagner? I, I, knew, I knew that I wasn't going to be able to fix my face for this segment, so I'm just hiding it. Uh, like Von Wagner is, is fetch, right? They're just trying to make fetch happen and it's not working. And this is probably the best he's ever looked. And it was cause we only had to see him do one move. And then he got speared by Braun Breaker. If this was going to be Braun Baker, just spears him and he, he died like RIP Von Wagner. Um, if it was like a two move match, I'd be like, let's do it. Cause I want to see it. But it's not. They're going to make it seem like Von Wagner can do anything but a shoulder block and yeeting people. But he can't do anything but a shoulder block and yeeting people. Yeah. And in three months from now, Von Wagner is going to be more highly positioned on the card than Mustafa Ali, and that makes me want to jump out a window. And that is why everybody's looking at my pineapple hair mm-hmm. instead of my face. Mm-hmm. You can see my roots. I like, I the, back I like the, the scrunchy, school. though. It's a nice scrunchy. Thank you. 
Um, Ryan Sakini <laughs> says, are we setting up Robert Stone as Braun's new manager? Be the first winner that Robert Stone's ever managed. No, I feel uh, like listen. he's so entrenched in this Von Wagner right. stuff. I I feel like Robert Stone would actually be a really good manager if you gave him good clients to manage. Like he's the perfect kind of slimy, smarmy dude with the slick back hair and the jewelry and the three day growth of beard. Like he's a per like they he's the he's an old school wrestling manager. He doesn't have to like take bumps or anything, but the thing of it is, is that that's a great dude to like give to I don't know Oba Femi or something. You know what I mean? Like you don't need to give him because I think Braun has actually rounded himself into a pretty decent talker. Because he can do both things. He doesn't have to just bark into the microphone. He can bring it down a notch and just give you a real promo. So I don't think he needs a manager at this point. But No, I, I really don't think Braun needs anything but to go to the main roster. Uh, I, I don't think Robert Stone's that good. And I know he has managed literally only losers. But like... There was a headline from Fightful where he said Triple H once kind of said, I'm a modern day Bobby the Brain Heenan. That is false because he has never really done anything that's made me care about his clients. Mm -hmm. I feel like he's one of those managers that I, I generally don't like because it feels way more about him than his clients. Mm -hmm. Like, I like a Gary Hart. You know what I mean? Like, that's my shit is like Gary Hart. That's why I like Stokely so much. Like, it mm -hmm. always feels... That's why I like Prince Nana so much. Like it's always about their clients and not really about them. Um, and I feel like Robert Stone takes up a lot of oxygen, which is not for me. Uh, but also who's to say what that guy's capable of because he has been paired with literally losers and bad storylines the entire yes. time he's been in the next state. Yeah. Um, uh, so <clears throat> Luis pointing it out that from fantastic matches between Ilya and Seth Rollins, the, one of the highest rated matches in the history in, in NXT in years. Now he's going to do the honors for Von Wagner because you don't, you don't spend all this time setting up Von Wagner as a baby face to then have him lose a feud. So that's, the, the, I mean, they might because see you don't, when I say you don't, I'm saying smart bookers wouldn't spend all of that time. I'm not saying specifically Von Wagner. I'm saying you spent all of this time transitioning yeah, you a dude. Months. You invested yeah. months and months and months of programming to transition this dude from heel nobody cared about to baby face with a personal history sob story that everyone that goes like, okay. Like honestly, yeah, I can I can connect to this guy because this is a real thing that happened to him. Except for me, who said his circumstances weren't tragic enough. Um, but but I they might least, be a bad person. So. You might be. It's possible. I may I may have rubbed off on you enough at this point that you are a bad person. Now. Um, but um, I, but you don't do all of all of that to then put him in a his first major feud as a babyface. And then have him lose it. You, but this is you, like you my point with that. the six man, though. Like, why are you? Unless this is how Braun goes up, he goes out of his back to Von Wagner. I mean, good Woof. lord. Um, but like, there's some matches that you don't do because of stuff like this. Like, this happens at AEW a lot, actually. I feel like, but it's just tricky there because they 
they get so conscious of protecting everyone sometimes that they run themselves into these issues. Like there's some matches that you don't do, like a mm -hmm. six man where it's so blatantly obvious and it makes the schism look bad, or your top heel who's primed and ready for the main roster against a baby face who has literally never proven that he could do anything. Like there's just matches that you don't do because nobody comes out for the better for it, or at least one guy doesn't come out for the better for it. And in wrestling, when you're doing things great, which mm -hmm. is very difficult and rare, both the winner and the loser win somehow. So mm. stop creating the opposite. Like you get to book anything you want. Like why are mm -hmm. you why are you creating the opposite scenario where now Von Wagner looks like an idiot and a waste of weeks of potential, or Braun Breaker, your top heel on the roster who has looked vicious and mm -hmm menacing now looks like he I don't understand why punk ass dude like what he what he's what his concern is with von Wagner he hates people that had brain surgery possibly that could be it um also I'm meaner um, than evil and eviler von, than brain surgery people pointing out in the chat and as, as well as Luis von Wagner is a is a main roster member currently well he's a free he, agent he's a free agent but he was drafted to the main roster. He was not a free agent for NXT. He's a free agent for Raw or SmackDown. Because otherwise you wouldn't have drafted him. This is dumb. You think Von Wagner goes out on his back to, to Braun Breaker? No, I don't. Stuff? I don't. Um, I don't. <clears throat> Listen, of all the bad things we can say about Dominic, there is one thing that I don't think we can say about him, which I'm not going to say out loud. Um, but that thing that we can't say about Dom, at least to my knowledge, you can say about the next person we're going to talk about, Gable Stevenson, um, which I won't say, but you could Google the thing I won't say about Gable Stevenson. Um, uh, he came out and man, this dude is just a void of charisma, isn't he? Just like, just a, just a blank, Alex? nothing, just a blank, nothing. This week, yeah, I found out what the Riz was. I had no idea what the hell people were talking about, and oh, I was not he... brave enough to ask online. But Righteous Red was brave enough to ask online. He was like, "What the hell are you saying when you say the Riz? It means charisma." Yeah. I didn't know that. I was behind yeah. the eight ball on the Riz. Mm -hmm. I would say Gable Stevenson certainly, certainly mm -hmm. lacks mm -hmm. the Riz. He lacks I any mean. any semblance of the Riz. No, he's like not even Rizzo from Greece. He's so far away from being the Riz. No, he is. He is not. He is not like the Riz Rizanin. He is as far no. away from that as possible. Um, he's not like nobody beats the Riz. No, he's uh, not Rizzo from the Muppets either. Nope, mm -mm. he's very far away from having no the Riz. Yeah. Um. He uh, boy, do I not out, care about this guy who can't deliver a promo and but can boy, do a he suplex? Is, he's just Alex went away again, or did he? Am I Alex? I miss scripts, guys. Remember when scripts would come in and make everything better? That's what used to happen when Alex would disappear. What's up? What, 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 not this camera. This camera. Good God. Oh my God, Kevin Dunn is You're running your cameras. Why is Kevin Dunn in your computer room? 
<sighs> oh my god. It's the um, finish of the show, people. <laughs> I'm kind of done. Um, so he says that he could go back to Minnesota. I don't believe this guy has an already el- year of eligibility. Um, that's weird that he does. Um, that's weird that he has an extra year of eligibility at this point to go back to Minnesota. Um, but or, I just feel or, like it's or, a bad or... sign when people are like, I'm going to make my decision on my NXT future. And I'm like, I hope the option is that you go away. Yeah. <laughs> that's not good. Yeah. Um, he goes to, um, or he could go to the Olympics and win another gold medal in 2024, which like, honestly, just straight up, like just as a shoot, why would you not (laughs) attempt to be the only American to win overall gold in wrestling two Olympics in a row when that's a possibility? Why would you do that for an NXT contract? Which is like $12? Like, that's fucking dumb. But Like, you um, should definitely do the thing that, that all like, just on a personal level, as a person, you would choose that over this. And also, from me, from me as a person, I would choose that for you because it means that I would not have to watch you on television anymore. You know why he's not doing it? They added a new category in the Olympics, and that category is having Riz, and he doesn't have any. Oh yeah, you can't train it, for that. It's they're bad. not. They're not because because wrestling now is just is being scored like figure skating, and one of the things you're scored on is is the Riz. Is the Riz, and he he's has gonna on. he's gonna be he's gonna get a big old fat zero in the yeah, Riz. It's gonna, it's gonna be like zero point five, zero point five. This is what his promos sound like. Yep. Um, Mr. He would lose the Riz Olympics so far. Nowhere did Gable went full Shatner, pausing every sentence. (laughs) He did, but he—he's not even on a spaceship in a different universe. So what's um, his excuse? He gets interrupted by uh, Baron Corbin, who tells him exactly what I'm telling him, which is, "Go win another uh, another NCAA title. Go win another gold medal. Because you don't, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be here." Baron Corbin, who's come back from visiting Baron Corbin, um, is <laughs> taller. Baron he's, Corbin. He's he spent the week with Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin and Baron Corbin caught up. Uh, you know, it's it's been a while. It's been a while since Baron got a chance to hang out with Baron. I know. Last you know time they were hanging out, they were the same height, and now this guy's yeah. grown three inches taller. Than like you've you've gotten so big now. What are you like? 15, 16? Look at you, Baron and Baron, just hanging out. Um, oh. And anyway, he came back from that to start a uh, a little a little program with uh, Gable Stevenson, where Gable Stevenson is going to beat Baron Corbin in Gable Stevenson's first match in Texas, um, a place where if they if they uh, were to know anything about Gable Stevenson's past, they would probably not care. So that is. I'm not going to speak on behalf of all of Texans, but it's not it's not a great situation. I mean, I'm going to say over half, just just because of just because of how just majority shake out over there. Yes, That's yeah, fair. Just, yeah, it's true. Uh, um, yeah. it's not good when I'm like the heel is correct. Yeah, but this was like a pretty good promo from Baron Corbin. I mean, fine, but like it, it. it you know. I don't like what it's setting up, but like. I've actually, for the most part, other than like the weird 
you know, gym shorts phase that we went through. Like, I've kind of dug this Baron Corbin resurgence. Like, his promos have made sense. The vignettes were pretty good. He met himself, which was cheesy, but I was right about it. So You were. You were right about it, and that I will say yes. So that's, for me, if I'm right? For, for you. No, on a personal a level, for, for, for sure. What I would say is that I kind of wanted um, whatever this two-week vignette thing was. To pay off. To, to pay off, and it has not. Unless another Baron Corbin interferes <gasps> on Baron Corbin's behalf. Can we can we get a dude three inches taller than Baron Corbin in a Baron Corbin Mission Impossible mask to come out of the come, come out of the, to come Alex, out you don't even have to be that the, well disguised. The Creeds are walking around with yellow paper plates over their face. No, but I I know I but I want it to look. I want at one point on an actual television to second Baron Corbin, who's three inches taller than the first Baron Corbin, to pull off his hood and it's Baron Corbin, but it's obviously wearing a really sophisticated rubber mask. That's what I want. I want And they can do the Spider-Man thing? And they can do the Spider-Man thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm then somehow Gable Stevenson will suplex them both. Yeah, and, but... And we'll just hate it. But Bizarro Baron Corbin wins the triple threat. Yeah, somehow. Triple, ooh, triple threat. That's good. Yeah. 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 Um, Bizarin Corbin. I'm not sure how that works. We'll find it. Bazarin? Bazarin Corbin. Baron and Bazarin Corbin. Good? Yes? Yeah, I'm in. Okay, cool. They have to be a tag um, team, though. <clears throat> Baron and Bazarin. Um, uh, speaking of things that make no sense, Dana Brooke wore a Party City Catwoman costume to the ring? For for what though, Alex? For what kind of match? <laughs> for 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 a kendo stick match? In what <laughs> happened? She she had a she had a little sequin cat mask, and there was a hole in the middle of the forehead. And I didn't. It's like I don't know why is that? Why do you have a hole in the middle? Is that like where your chakra is? Like your third she eye? So your third, third so your third cat eye can see out through the middle of your forehead. So that and so you can get poked in the head with a kendo stick. You know, what no. the hell is this data broke, Ron dude? I don't know. Mr. Showtime says, Who told Data the cat mask was a good idea? Bad. Isn't being a cat Natalia's thing anyway? Did she used to come out with the cat ears and the whatnot? And then she was like, I'm not a cat, I'm a boat. That was yeah, that was no, that was definitely yeah, that was that was Natalia's thing. <clears throat> did she hear cat, it was a, a did she hear it was a capto stick match? I mean, she should get her hearing checked if that's the case. Um what? What? Also Listen, you and I have had problems with the way her heel run has been presented. But I do think there's a lot of potential if you just help her develop her character in a way that's not the most obvious thing possible. There's a lot of potential in Cora Jade, especially moving forward at this young age. She's going to get better and better. Help her to develop something that is beyond I wear a a hat with spikes on it 
and carry around a signature kendo stick. Like, find, help her, help her, help this girl find herself as this character and then let her go and get better, you know? Like, because this is bad, but what is worse is losing a kendo stick match to Dana Brooke. That is, that's not good. You don't, why are you booking that? Feline Dana Brooke. Not even human Dana Brooke. Kitty cat. Kitty cat Brooke. Is she curious like a cat? Is it her gymnastics background that makes her very cat-like? What the hell is she doing in a cat mask? I don't know. There was nothing that led to this thing. Like, this is just was, bad. This whole feud if it, is If bad. it was a whip match, if that such a thing exists, then I could see dressing as Catwoman. But even then, like, who are who are you? Like, you, <laughs> you just came back here? And then it legitimately all I could think about is the nightman from It's Always Sunny. Mm. Yeah. When he was like, yeah. I'm not going laughs are cheap. I'm going for gasps. No. Yeah. This was this whole feud has been really bad. And I I think um it's a shame because <clears throat> like you said, there's two young talents that are involved in this that are pretty good. I mm. would say for me personally, this core Jade Heel run has brought her in ring a step back. It feels like the face run with Raquel to me, where I'm like, man, whatever this character change is doing to their psyche when they're in the ring is affecting their in-ring ability because it's it's not as great anymore. Cordae also just got back from injury, and we've mm-hmm. seen her be great, and most of that was when she was like a plucky underdog, and she's had flares of it as a heel. But yeah. like, I, I don't doubt her ability. I doubt that what they're doing right now with her is working and my God, how could it when this is what she's being given? This mm. is bad. And on the NXT stands of blind that we did when they had their first thing, that mm. was like the pits, like this whole yeah. thing has been doomed from the get go. And then they were like, let's put some cat ears. Like how they say, like put lipstick on a pig. They're like, mm. let's put cat ears on a Dana. Yeah. Um, Albert Ponce says, I fear what awaits Pillman jr. Because what the heck happened to Cora? Yikes. Um, I don't know. I mean, listen. I don't know. Um, I. I think I think there's certainly there's more upside to Cora Jade than to Dana Brooke at this point in their careers. We know what Dana Brooke is. It's this. She's not getting better. It's this. Cora Jade has a lot of room to improve. At least she has room to improve. Dana has has been up against her ceiling for five years now. D- but only Cora, like Cora has room to, because, do, to room to get better. Like at the same time, reps are important, and she was like the twenty four seven title champion and not doing anything. Like if you just go stale for five years, this is what happens. And they sent her their their trajectory with her was. Let's send her back down to NXT to put some wind in her sails. Let's make the first thing we do have commentary tear her down and have her lose unceremoniously in a contendership match and then be coaching someone and get taken out by an ambulance, but not real. Like it is, 
irrevocably bad, like to the point where I couldn't even say the word. Like it's, I'll put it this way. I think there's a lot of things that Dana Brooke needs to stay in a very specific wheelhouse on. And what they're doing with her right now doesn't complement any of it. Right. She's got one very specific lane that she can stick in. And she's good at it. And none of what they're doing is catering to that. In the same way that I think Ronda Rousey, though more brutal and extensive, has a very specific lane she has to stay in to be successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A kendo stick match yep. with cat mask on. Mm-mm. Ain't it? Yeah. Yeah, um, there was a segment. Would with, you uh, say it's cheesy? I mean, I might say it's cheesy. Hold on, do I? Would I say it's cheesy? Perhaps I might say it's cheesy. Hold on. It's, might it's, it's, some members of the SGS say it's cheesy? Yeah. Um, Meet Norma says my new favorite video game, Fight for Cheddar. <laughs> Fight for Cheddar. Uh, True Infamous says wrapper of cheese, post provolone. Arja288 says wrestling with Rocklet. Wrestling with Raclette. Wrestling with Regret. Do you know that one? Wrestling with Regret. Oh, okay. I got you. True Infamous says Brie Bella. That's a good one. Good. I like the ones that are right there. Um, True okay. Infamous says the tribal cheese Roman Reigns. Roman Tribal cheese Romano Reigns. Acknowledge him. Um, and Dave Berman says uh, Harlemberger Heat. <laughs> Meet Normus says Denise Manchango um, and Jeremy Camembert cheese cast. Um, and True Infamous uh, also says uh, Cheesy Boy Pepper Jack Perry. Oh, okay. I thought you were going somewhere else with that. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like Cheesy Boy. I'm, ju- I'm not sure. Bree Jeez. toy. <laughs> Bree toy. <clears throat> uh, True Infamous also says Sky Blue Cheese. That's very good. I think we had that one, but it's a good one. Um, and True Infamous says Ricotta Che. <laughs> and True Infamous says Santino Mozzarella. Oh, very nice. Thank very you, True good. Infamous. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, Alexa Swiss. Bree Woo, Bree Woo, Bree Woo. All right, that's enough. Shut it down. It is funny though. No, no more. We had our fun. <laughs> You're all grounded. I want you to go right. I will not mm-hmm. troll Kate with Jeff Jarrett stuff the mm-hmm. same day the Judgment Day is taking mm-hmm. over the entire world mm-hmm. yeah. on a chalkboard. And I know it's a long sentence to have to write and repeat. I, I but gotcha. You weren't gotcha. it. Um, Damon Kemp has joined Catchpoint. That is the overall thrust of this. I kind of like it. Sure. I feel like it's yeah. a good next step for him. Yeah, no, Gulak, because um, Damon Kemp can throw some suplexes. This is this is good. He, we, this is a good little a little mid card heel faction that can expand. Sure, I don't. And mind I think it'll all. sincerely be good for Damon Kemp because we've seen him grow a lot mm-hmm. too in his in ring ability. I, I kind of like this combo because he has that kind of like athletic wrestler mm-hmm. feel. Um. So the D'Angelo uh, family has their match versus um, uh, Bronco and Lucian. Lucian uh, Thunderliger. Bronco, Bronco Lucian. Um, 
And um, Broncolution uh, actually uh, looks a lot better than they did the last time I watched them. Um, so that's good. Uh, yes, they looked a lot better. That was their first match, so they might have. They might have had some nerves, nerves or whatever. And whatever, yeah. But no, they looked a lot better to, uh, at this point. That was that was decent. But Reggie was on commentary. Later, we got to hear a lot of Oro Mensa talking now, and um, they've decided he should have a, uh, a, a, a Apollo Cruz when he was the Nigerian prince accent because he he didn't have that before when he was just Oro Mensa. Now he's now he's got that accent. They've decided him to do that. Um, that was less of a change than what they've done with Reggie. It was Reggie on commentary uh, 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 from uh, the hood? Uh, pick, pick a hood. He's from it. Um, and um, uh, you, you have to have been, you have to have been from the hood, in order to address him as scripts. Otherwise, you must only call him Reggie or Reginald. So saith Booker T. Which is a pretty deep. Conclusion for someone who's never watched the product a day in his life. Mm -hmm. That's the only conclusion I can make when listening to Booker T on commentary. He just right. said things that aren't true about Dominic Mysterio and not in the way that they like make shit up to make us believe that he's good at things. Like just completely ignored things about his character. It was like, you're undercutting him by... At one point he was like... You're undercutting him by saying he needs Rhea Ripley. And Vic Joseph was like, no, no, he says that. He says that himself about things. Uh, I don't know if this is supposed to be the new direction for him or if Booker T's just, I mean, astoundingly bad at his job. But what was this? And my God, I it should have been Jesse the Body Ventura all along. That's all this, I'll say. They have, they have decided that they want to make because listen i don't know exactly what reggie's ceiling ever was but like obviously the guy's an incredible acrobat right like he worked with Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. um he can talk a little um uh he does he has a very unorthodox style because it's so much of it is like you want to talk about guys who do the, the flippy stuff. That, that That's his entire thing. Like most of it's just he flips in the direction of somebody and their bodies collide and that's his offense. He doesn't even really do kicks or punches. It's just mostly cross bodies that he flips in order to do. Um, right. It's as if you but, took someone from Cirque du Soleil and put them in a wrestling ring. Right. So, but he started out as Reginald the Somalier. Yes. With and Carmella. he spoke with a French accent. And then that's that that was done, and he was just Reggie, but he spoke with like he was just Reggie. And then he he married Dana Brooke for five seconds, and uh, he was the he was the um, he. This is where he told us many times while well, he was twenty four seven champion that he was uh, from the streets, but he didn't. They didn't. He didn't have him code switch to be from the streets. He was just Reggie, but he grew up in the streets of St. Louis, and. I really like going to parks. Like, remember that time, like a long time on Raw. Like every time uh, they would they would do something, he would like they would do a pre-tape with him walking through a park and then like jumping over a jungle gym to get away from Akira Tozawa and R Truth who were chasing the twenty four seven title. They did that for for weeks and weeks and weeks. 
Um, and and then he came to NXT and they decided they were going to try and pass him off as Scripps, the, the luchador. And everyone immediately knew when he showed up that he was Reggie. And they were like, I guess this mask thing isn't going to work anymore. Let's take well, the mask off of him. I mean, we didn't know. We thought it was Jesse the Body Ventura. Well, un- un- well yes. Um, his We thought his voice was definitely Jesse the Body Ventura. And Jesse wanted to convince us once he had actually debuted on screen that he was also playing um, scripts. But I, I have a hunch that Jesse may have been pulling our leg this whole time. That maybe that's a conspiracy theory that I have. I was uh, at this just point. going to say that sounds a lot to me, like a um, conspiracy theory. But like, let's not gloss over the fact that he was using a voice modulator and speaking in poems, and he had yeah. cards that he came out with that looked like he was a game show host. It would put them yes. on the chest of yes, he did that. Yeah, yes, um, yes, and so, um, now he has. He he hates Axiom because he offered to be Axiom's friend, and Axiom was like, well, "Listen, I don't want to be your tag partner. We're cool, but I want to be your tag partner." And what he says is that um, I grew up in the hood. I won't do the accent that he does because that wouldn't be good for me to do the accent. But he says I grew up in the hood, and uh, when somebody offers you food, you eat. So what he's saying is that he offered uh, something. He offered he offered an olive branch to Axiom, and Axiom rejected it. And because of that, he's going to try and uh, ruin Axiom's life. And he's gotten um, uh, uh, Broncolution to to help him um, uh, with with this plan to to ruin Axiom. Um, Axiom, of course, comes out and attacks um, Reggie Scripps, and um, and uh, and 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 chases him through the ring. Uh, Stax gives him a helpful little push out of the ring to to help him, and then uh, Axiom hits him with a with a with a suicide dive, and then Broncolution loses to um, Stax and and Tony D. I, I think that's yeah, that's everything. Imagine thinking you are going to ruin Axiom's life before Creative does, like mm. beat you to the punch there, pal. Mm. Um, yeah, how is this what you have for Axiom? I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, like he could, he could be the North American champion instead. Yeah, Ryan Sakini says, uh, or Sakini, Sakini says Reggie stinks, but Lucian has something. Um, I, I'm gonna wait and and before I start saying that's the guy, that's the breakout star of this tag team when they break up in a couple of weeks. Um, but uh, we'll we'll see we'll see. I, I've only seen a couple of matches. I don't I don't even know um, uh, if I would if I would split them at this point between like one has something and one doesn't or whatever. I'll keep watching. Um, but I I think that they bring a little something to the table that that is is not present in um, in the NXT tag division. So we'll see we'll see how this goes better. And this feels much more authentic there than their vignette. <laughs> like today felt better from like a presentation standpoint than some of those vignettes did. Yeah. So, which um, I heard people of color saying, which is a better indicator than white girl yeah. from upstate New York. Yeah. Uh, but it, it does read much better than, than some of the vignettes. Um, 
Trent so Barada. <laughs> um, then um, uh, there's a Gallus promo. Um, um, where they they just say things in, in Scottish about how they're going to beat Tony D and um, Stax uh, on Sunday. I wish there was some sort of example of what that sounded like. Um, I mean, mostly it was just like, you know, standard boilerplate fare of, uh, you know, uh, you guys don't stand a chance, uh, Gallus boys on top, uh, et cetera. It's mo mostly that wasn't, wasn't really, no, no, no new ground was broken. Uh, no, yeah. I just mean like, like what that would sound like with the accent. Oh, well. like, 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 like phonetically you, you'd, you'd, you'd want to know. Yeah. Just... Yeah. Too, that'd, be, that'd be great if that it's happened. So but sick. anyway, so there was a brawl in a 7-Eleven, I guess. And this brawl that happened, it happened late at night when there was nobody else in the convenience store. And they beat each other up with Roxanne and Blair Davenport. And uh, they, they beat the hell out of each other. Was that so hard? Yeah, it was, yeah. Thank you. Um, uh, <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know where that. Where the hell that took place? But it was very funny that it was like one one cust one uh, customer other than them in the place. <laughs> it was. Whoa! It, it was get a, me out of here. There was a, a lot of uh, beaten up people. Um, there was a uh, lot of fighting, not in a wrestling ring today. <laughs> yeah, uh, and um, I I. Um, they they're gonna face it in a weapons wild match. Can we just call things normal things? A weapons wild match? I don't know, man. It's it's a it's a hardcore match. They just call it a hardcore match. It's a Viking rules match, but without the Viking boat. It's a. It's I. A... It's a. I, here's here's what I hope one of the weapons. Here's what I hope one of the weapons is because this is apparently Roxanne Perez's signature weapon, exactly. an empty cardboard box. She threw Blair Davenport onto the ground in a convenience store, and then threw several items at her. All of the items were empty cardboard boxes, and they like were, ferociously, she the, was. She, she whipped the matter, but. Like they could not have had a lot of velocity behind them because they're empty cardboard boxes. Here's the other thing: right next to the empty cardboard boxes were empty milk crates. You know those plastic milk crates? Like those but would hurt. hurt if you hit you somebody. Whip a, a card it's an empty cardboard box. Come on. Maybe Blair Davenport was like, "I'm not taking the the milk carton bump. That doesn't work for me, brother. Please throw yeah. an empty cardboard box at me." Um, I hope one of her weapons is anxiety. Like it's just the concept of anxiety, and she throws it at Blair Davenport. Uh, yes, I guess it was corrugated boards. What they call that? We call it. It's cardboard. It's a cardboard box. It's a corrugated cardboard box. Does he stop we... being smarter than us all the time? Okay. Yeah. NXT's yeah. really dumb. And I'm like only medium smart on a good day. Listen, okay. Listen, chewy runs are not available in the states. I have I spent an hour looking for them last night. For those of you who are not subscribed to Fightful Select, you're missing out on some pretty great stuff, including us 
doing everything in our power to avoid talking about Raw yesterday. Yeah. It somehow started talking about Jujubees, and it turned into a discussion about Chewy Runs, which I didn't even think were a thing. I thought it was a Mandela effect. And then Alex reveals this really ugly truth about himself that he likes the banana-flavored ones. And I was like, I lost respect for you. You're disgusting. And then the whole chat was like, I love banana-flavored candy. And I was like, what are you talking about? It's disgusting. Cherry and strawberry for life and blue raspberry when applicable. And then Alex is like, oh, grape is the worst artificial flavor. Like, we're not. Like, he's not a grape right here in this logo. <laughs> I've, I've turned against my own people. It's really sad. Actually. I separate the banana ones so I that do. they're special. I, I save them for last. I do. And then the chat is like, oh, banana Laffy Taffy is the top. Get out of here. <laughs> this, this would be the ultimate prank from Alpha Bill. If I set up a P.O. box just so he can send me chewy runts from Australia where they are still available. After having removed all of the banana ones, that would be the ultimate prank. It would, but at the same time, like the other ones are still really good, right? So yeah. it's it's kind of still a W in that way. Yeah. But anyway, that's what you're missing on Five Plus Select. First five dollars to the biz. Go subscribe to hear us talk about candy. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, so that's what you're gonna get from Roxanne. Everyone everyone wanted this. Everyone wanted this to be me. Now it's me. I hope you're happy. Like com com committing that. felony assault in a public place. People wanted listen, there's a big there's a big gap between my anxiety is stopping me from winning matches and I'm going to commit felonious assault in public. Well, it was with cardboard boxes, so let's maybe that's more like I mean, if a toddler tried to commit assault. <laughs> I mean, she 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 hit her with a also hit her with a shopping cart, and then smashed her face into a freezer glass door. So, what uh, a brawl! Uh -huh. Like, what are we? Roxanne is so good. <sighs> what are we doing? Yeah. I mean, the I think the match will be really good if they don't over gimmick it though. Like, if Roxanne actually shows some, like, she digs in deep to her 2.0s, like, yeah. it yeah. could be good for her to break out yeah. of this my anxiety controls my life thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Can we meet do more puns? This episode meet, sucks. Meet Nermis wants My Blue Heaven or uh, for GTFO or Multiplicity. We already did Multiplicity. We did you can go back and find things. that. You can find that. We did that like a year ago. You can because find that in the archives. Alex has a big crush on the lead actor. <laughs> I do. I'm a, I'm a Michael Keaton guy, and I make no bones about it. Uh, my blue heaven. Uh, maybe. maybe. What are we it's doing a, this week, Alex? Uh, we're doing a movie you found whose title I do not remember. Um, it stars sissy spacek uh the little kid from my girl and dead andre the giant so and the first slide is dedicated to their dead moms yep de dedicated to our mom i think it's literally called like dear mom i'm gonna look it up why go see the barbie movie but you could watch along with us mm -hmm. yep friday at noon yep um so, 
Trading mom. Trading mom. There you go. Cottage cheese. Very good. Very good. On this um, day, I eat cheesy. <clears throat> I went around the bend like an hour ago. Oh yeah, I know. I know. We're done. Um, we are not. We've got songs it's to true. sing. This is also Arja saying an empty box is a metaphor for anxiety is on point. That's very fair. Um, Dan, are you with that? Noam Dar is in He's, a wheelchair. We don't deserve him. On uh, in in the ring, um, and his uh, his stable mates, including Oramensa. Uh, with an accent now, a di- let's say a different accent. Um, uh, they are presenting him. Like they say that since Nathan Frazier didn't beat Noam Dar, he actually beat Aura Mensa. Then Nathan Frazier isn't actually the Heritage Cup champion. So uh, Noam Dar still is. So they bring out the Heritage Cup and show it to him. And he looks at it wipes his eyes like he's in a cartoon and then falls over backwards and leaps to his feet, uh, gasping for air because now he is alive again because he has the Heritage Cup. Um, and there... He disappeared. Oh, he's back. But he's fightful. But I'm fightful. Hold on. He is here. For he is fightful. We just don't deserve Noam Dar. This has no business being this good. He's so good. No, it's true. Kevin, on camera cut, go. There you go. There it is. Back again. Wait, now you go be Alex. There you go. <laughs> um. Uh. So they're very excited and i was like oh is this what they're going to are they going to do this and they're they're there's that nathan frazier's now pissed that this has happened um and uh and no because uh then nathan frazier comes out and he's got um he's got his he's got <laughs> he's carrying his heritage cup with him up on his shoulder cuz that's what you do cuz it's it's as as conspicuous as me carrying a table with with a, with a plug in it um uh, and and he's just like, no, wait, uh, I don't think so. I believe I am the really Heritage Cup champion. If I'm not the Heritage Cup champion, then Bob is not my uncle. There it is. Um, if you didn't say it, I was gonna say it. There's a um, a gonna be a because uh, Dragon Lee is with him, and they bring out the Leon Ferois girls. Yes. Um, and. Uh, uh, they're going to be an eight-person eight tag. I think it's going to be a mess, but I think it'll be a fun mess. It'll, it, it'll, it'll it's going to be a mess. It's going to be a, a, a match that should be on a regular episode of NXT, but they're going to do it on the pre-show. So, yeah, so that that's makes me want to vomit that he's on the pre-show and Dominic is in the main event. Mm, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. But no, this was a fun little segment. And Noam Dar. Noam Dar is like upsettingly good at this. Mm-hmm. Like they should not be getting away with this. And he's so good at it. Yeah. And I didn't think he always had a lot of fun personality, but I always viewed him as like in ring dude. 
he is crushing this very, very weird little thing mm-hmm. that he is in with the metaphor. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, uh, Johnny Gargonzola. Okay, I'm out of puns <laughs> from True Infamous. So thank you. Um, so uh, uh, there was a Los Lotharios segment. Yeah, they're so mad at each other. From, from, from last week where they're very angry at each other. And um, Humberto lays out his very simple reason for wanting uh, to break up with Angel. He says, listen, are we chasing women or are we chasing glory? Because Lord knows he can't chase both. And Angel Garza is saying, come on, don't make me choose between my glory and my penis, because that is something a true friend would never do. Um, and he has so a point. Th- th- this is their impasse. Is is that is that um, is that Humberto uh, believes you can only chase one. You can only chase women or glory. And Angel Garza believes there's room in his life for both. I believe there's room in his life for both. I feel like those should not be mutually exclusive. I am on the side of the womanizer in this. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they're unrelated. And that you can have broads and victories. Yes. I also don't want them to break up. They just got here. Yeah. Let them be a tag team. Yeah. One, one, one more. The American cheese, Cody Romano. It does make zero sense for them to come um, to NXT to have a match and then break up. You could have broken up on the main roster. Or just send them, them here. down here separately. Or, or like, yeah, send them down separately. Um, or, uh, like, I don't know, fill out the ranks of the LWO. Or, I don't know, they're a really good tag team. Yeah, that'd be, yeah, I don't know. What is the gal that's going to fight Tony D'Angelo and Stacks forever? Uh, Come on. No. Oh, my God. Oh, the oh, it's the Creed again. Come on. Mm-hmm. Give us those Lotharios. Mm-hmm. They're great. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with that chat that was just up here. You would think the womanizer would go after the mega babe and Miss Lopez. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, because mm-hmm. yeah. when she's on screen, the timeline is like, whoa. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes, it's true. Feels feels obvious, right? Like yeah. they might still go there. We got to. We got. They have to hate each other for no reason. For <laughs> well, the other thing is that we've we've right now got two. Basically, um, uh, four-person f- factions with two men and two women. We got um, the metaphor, and then we've got uh, uh, Bob's your uncle and Dragon Lee, and <laughs> and the two and and the Feroz girls. Correct. Um, and you so can why scale not, up. Why not uh, chase you whenever you wanted, and you could scale up. Well, I'm just saying, like, if you added Los Lotharios plus Electra Lopez and Lola. Oh, yeah. Like, there's a three-way little thing you could do with a lot of different combinations of fun stuff, you know? So. I agree. Yeah. This um, yeah. is starting to feel more Triple H heavy, because I feel like Triple H loves his factions, obviously. He does. DX, he does. Duh. Yeah. So. Rhea Ripley defeated Lyra Valkyria in duh. the in-ring main event. Um, I mean, obviously, duh, but the match was decent, and Lyra yes. Valkyria made Rhea work for it, certainly more than Rhea has had to work for it versus anybody 
not named Natalia that one time. Right, and Natalia should beat Handley twice for like, that. Right, like one time Natalia made Rhea work for it. No one else. Yeah, has doesn't made Rhea this make work Liv Morgan look like a an idiot? Was well, my thought. I mean, they didn't actually have the match. She attacked her before the match, so at least Rhea has the respect for Lyra to like let her start the match. Um, but um, Rhea wins. Um, she uh, claimed hey, that was a rip tide. If that I was a hell of a rip tide. Um, and then after the match, she um, she pulls uh, Lyra up and says, "Prove it to me. Prove to me you're this good." Beat JC Jane. And um, and I'm like, I'm trying to find all the ways I don't like the idea of Rhea Ripley taking Lyra Valkyria under her wing on the main roster. Um, and I, there aren't a lot of them. Like, I don't think there's a lot for Lyra to do in NXT. Um, like there's. Yeah, I don't know if that's you know? where we're going. Like, I actually don't hate that idea either, and I feel like stylistically that could be really fun. But I feel like that's more like a vote of confidence from the champ mm-hmm. kind of thing. I think that was just yeah. like a Rhea putting her over move. But yeah. I wouldn't hate it. I, I think that could be a really fun combo. She obviously came in with like her feathers gimmick and had some stuff going on. Um, yeah. She could easily slide into Spooky Town. Mm-hmm. It would be nice to have another gal kicking around yeah. Judgment Day, but... I would also like to see Rhea Ripley, and I know this is crazy. I know. I get have you. matches with the women on the main roster where she is the champion. I agree. I but this agree. was a good match for what we saw tonight. Um, what they gave here, me was good tonight. Here's what I here's this is something they'll never do, but something to be very fun for me personally, because it would result in Dom the character being sad. But if Rhea Ripley traded in Dominic for Lyra Valkyria, that would make me all kinds of happy. Yeah, no, that would be really fun. That would be really fucking great. <laughs> if she was uh, like, hey, you're pretty useless, huh? Yeah. This girl's yep. a badass. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, the, this match was pretty decent. Good for women to main event, you know? In the yeah, really event. good. Really good stuff. Um, and then uh, Trick um, goes to uh, to the ring. To call out Ilya, Ilya runs down to the ring, uh, and they brawl uh, quite a lot, actually. Um, and Ilya is wearing loafers. Yeah, this made me actually sincerely sh- nervous. Sh- sockless and loafers. At least Trick in his in his um, in his uh, street clothes is wearing athletic shoes. Like Correct. the amount of running and stopping short and having to put the brakes on, like. Running around on that on those surfaces in sockless loafers is a great way to snap a tendon. Let's just not do dumb things like that. If you're gonna have a brawl, wear proper shoes. I know it's kind of cool to like have all this European dude in loafers or whatever, but you know it's not like you you got surprised that there was a brawl and you didn't expect it in kayfabe. You yeah, came to the you ring earlier. knowing you were going to fight a guy. Put on some real shoes, man. Um, yeah, I don't I don't like it from a real-life perspective. The disrespect part of it of, like, I don't even need to put on 
like wrestling shoes to <laughs> or even athletic shoes to beat your ass is kind of fun. Like I, I like that kind of arrogance. Like I like when MJF doesn't even bother to throw out his gum because he squashes someone in 12 seconds. Like I love that stuff. The sincere issue of like, I'm scared he's going to actually hurt himself. Different yeah. story. Um, but I also, very easy for me to sit here and agree with you. But like, I got to assume that Ilya Dragunov knows yeah. his limits of, of those things at this point in his life. Right. But it did make me nervous. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, he's so cool a good looking, though. What um, a villainy looking dude right now with like yeah. his facial hair and oh, it's really fun. So he's beating the absolute dog shit out of um out of uh Trick. Trick is about to take the Moscow torpedo, but uh, he is saved by um Carmelo um and uh and then uh Dragunov does he his great style of promo that he does that is just clipped and and um like it doesn't he doesn't there's the cadence of it doesn't the cadence of it is absolutely from a person who do, who's speaking english as their fifth languages you know like just the way that he's like yo prize loyalty above all else carmelo hayes i respect that about you Hold your friendship with Trick Williams high because after Sunday, it will be all you have left when I take your NXT championship. Like, I just love the way he does that. It's so great. I have he's no idea. It's, he's just, he's great. Like, it's, it's, it's wonderful. Um, uh, it, is very, it does sound like this. It does. It does very much sound like Dragunov must crush capitalism. Like it does sound that a little bit. Um, it's great. I really um, like the the pure fan in me wants, and I know he's not going to, but like just wants Dragunov to win. Like I'm just kind of always rooting for that guy. He he gets me so invested in everything. His last man standing match with Dijak was incredible. Um, I, I don't know how much there is for him to do in NXT realistically, uh, but I don't know where he goes on the main roster either. So I'm looking very forward to a world title match with Ilya Dragunov and Carmelo Hayes. Uh, but I, um, I'm just such a fan of of his work and what he does. Like he's he's just excellent at at this and has managed to. I don't know, like what the negotiation of who you are in NXT is backstage, but it mm. feels like he's always been able to maintain a semblance of who he is and where he's at. And um, a lot of that is just commanding who you are as a pro wrestler. I feel like, like that you are certain enough in who you are um, that you can be thrown into wackadoodle <laughs> environments like this mm -hmm. and, and still be able to, to thrive. So good for him. Cause he's, he's just fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In my head, there's a there's a stable with him and Claudio and Giovanni Vinci. Yeah. Um, and Alpha Bill, no, of course we didn't because Luis didn't put it on the rundown. Yeah, Luis. What has that guy um, ever done other the, than the Dijak promo was fun. Um I love Dijak. He's 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 great. He is he he fully is in, invested in this in this gimmick as as cheesy. Uh -huh. as it is um it's great 
and um, he's having a he's having a blast doing it. But he's he's feuding with Eddie Thorpe now. Died. Should be fun. Pepper Jack? Can I get a die Pepper Jack? Um, You're good. I feel like at NXT you gotta go one way or the other. Do you go the Dragonov route that I just said, mm-hmm. or you go the die Jack Noam Dar route, and you just lead in real real hard, mm-hmm. and die Jack has leaned in real real hard. I'm having yep. so much fun with with this run from him. It's a blast. Uh, and the in-ring work he's been doing has been great. So I'm I'm looking forward to this. This should be good stuff. Um, yeah. And Eddie Thorpe's fantastic in the ring from what we've seen. So mm-hmm. I'm very much looking forward to how hard-hitting that's going to be. That'll be a blast. So I just want to do a, a real quick thing that I saw somebody say, and I, I don't know that this person actually um, knows the history of Dragunov and Walter Gunther. Um, oh. And, um, but, uh, they were like, you know, it'd be really cool to add to Imperium is that Dragonoff guy. And I was like, I don't know that that would work, but here's what I think would work. That would be really fun. And you could, you could run the fucking whole under, like under the mid card of this for a while. Dragonoff, uh, comes in to feud with Walter, Walter Gunther. And this is where more and more they keep um, talking down to Giovanni Vinci um, and an Imperium split with Giovanni Vinci joining uh, Dragunov and those those uh, like a warring thing of that were like, you know, because three on one can't do it. But if they keep on like talking down to Giovanni Vinci, it's like, you know what? Screw you guys. And he goes and joins like that. Like I wouldn't, I would not mind those matches at all. Those would be really fun. Um, that'd be a fun little thing you could do to like make it fun. A fun little thing you could do to make it fun. There you go. See, that's it would me be a not fun using my brain. Kiss my uh, grits. One sixty nine. Toodles. Toodles. Um, Jesse Ozog's media hour says. Um, <clears throat> A cereal box is cardboard. The boxes you get from Amazon made of two layers of cardboard with some squiggly stuff in the middle is corrugated board. My second job during my graduate degree was in a factory that made corrugated boxes. All right, fair enough. It makes sense that it's an area of expertise, but I still feel like you're just genuinely smarter than us. Yeah, well, and also splitting hairs. Because if I feel like if I if I said, yeah. hey... Can you give me hand me that cord, that cardboard box to ninety percent of the population? They would know exactly what I was talking about. I'd have no clue, and they would not hand me an empty. Cereal. I'd be like this mailbox. Is that what you were yeah. referring to? Yeah. Um. So here we go. Uh, Matthew Plus says another riveting episode of Al and the Voice of the Moistless. What? What? Matthew Plus, why are you going through my tweets from a year and a half ago? Looking up the word moist. Weirdo. Creep. Um, Definitely has never been nice to me in his life. Wasn't it? Somebody cut a promo on CM Punk and called him the voice of the moistless. Which I thought was was very good. At the time, I thought that was funny. So I tweeted about it and he found it. That was really good. Um, uh, It's really Brian says, didn't watch NXT yet because the Subway series was on. Sorry, Kate. I was at SmackDown Friday, and we got a Tiffany versus Kiana dark match with Tiff working face between her and the Charlotte versus EO match. That's three of the best moonsaults. 
Also, Techno Cheese 2000. <laughs> God love you. And your commitment to the bit that is my, it's a bit to my bit of just propping up Techno Team 2000 yeah. with Eric Watts and uh, another guy who I always forget. Yep. Yeah. A really bad Y2K gimmick. Um, I think that was MJF that said the voice of the moistless line. So it has to be right. It's an MJF thing, right? Yeah. Um, the Tom LaValle uh, points out that I believe that he's that Rio was uh, nine when she debuted. So maybe the whole 16 years old Thea Hale prodigy thing. Let's not pretend not... that 16 years old isn't I like mean... young. Try, try doing it when you're in third grade and get back to me, Thea Hale. <laughs> Um, okay, so is this, is this it? Oh, do we have any more? We have okay, we have a few more puns, and then we yeah, let's lightning round it because we're at Miss, two hours. Mr. Already. Showtime says, Kate, where the hell are your bangs tonight? But you you brought them back. I brought them back. Uh, Meet Norma says to Scott, Vicky, and Mr. Showtime, and my nights of Meat Castle. Also, Kate, still doing the Daniel Garcia dance. Mini Vince will never return. All hail Meat. I don't know who Mini Vince is. I think Dan Snyder. Oh, there you go. Mr. Showtime says, Shetty Kingston. <laughs> True says the icon Swiss. Okay, now we got um, Eddie, Eddie Kingston and Ishii in this next round mm -hmm. of the G1. Um, Meet Norma says dripping with machismo. <laughs> um, Razor Romano, the bad Gouda. That's very um, good. Jesse That's Ozog says Pepper Jack Perry or Monterey Jack Perry. Very good. Meet Norma says the cheddarless one. Keith Bree Toodles. <laughs> um, and uh, Dave Berman says Souffle City. Souffle City. Souffle City, bitch. City. Um, uh, True Infamous 73 says Johnny Gorgonzola. Yeah, we got to get that one. Uh, nope. One more. American Cheese Cody Romano. We got that one too. And then True Infamous says, Asiago open. Okay, now I'm done now. Good night. Oy, oy, oy. Uh, uh, last, last week, uh, Jake Salazar said, at least blood and guts is tomorrow. Uh, he said that, that last week. That didn't age well, but that match was wild. Yeah. All right. Okay, here we go. Uh, some jukeboxes. Um, here we go. <clears throat> and we're at two hours, so no more, please. Swiss cheese, program. many holes, something, something, Cody Rhodes. Uh, Meet Normus wanted wanted that to be sung by Linda. He said, "Hey, it was girl. beautiful." Mm -hmm. Um. Okay, here we go. Uh, oh my goodness, this is uh, these are so, okay. Um, so can we get? Let's do Tiffany. So I can get prepared for some of these. <laughs> Tiffany to sing um, uh, <laughs> Deo, the banana boat song. Oh, come on. No, I hate banana flavored things, so I like bananas. Listen, listen, listen. Deo, Deo. Daily, come in me, want to go home. Day me say, 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 Deo. Daily, come in me, want to go home. Work all night on a drink of rum. Stack banana till the morning come. Come, Mr. Tallyman. Tally me banana. Come, Mr. Tallyman. Tally me banana. 
lift six foot, seven foot, eight foot bunch. Six foot, seven foot, eight foot bunch. Day, me say Dale. Day, me say day. Me say day, me say day, me say day, me say Dale. A beautiful bunch of ripe banana. Hide the deadly black tarantula. Ew. Lift six foot, seven foot, eight foot bunch. Six foot, seven foot, eight foot toodles. Uh, uh, Darby Allen sings Achy Breaky Heart. You can tell the world he was ever my girl. You can burn my clothes when I'm gone. Or you can tell your friends just what a fool I've been and laugh and joke about me on the phone. You can tell my arms to go back to the farm. You can tell my feet to hit the floor. Or you can tell my lips to tell my fingertips they won't be reaching out for you no more. But don't tell my heart, my achy, breaky heart. I just don't think you'd understand, Malachi Black. And if you tell my heart, my achy, breaky heart, he might blow up and kill this man, Brody King. Um, that's good. Um, uh, what is this? Okay, there's a lot of these. There's a good, a couple of good uh, uh, duets here. I want to save shit later. Um, oh, here's one. Here's good. Um, somehow, to okay, you know, Tom Valley wants Walter singing "Landslide" by Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> Some of these, uh, yeah, say these are so damn good. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> I took my love to get down. I climbed the mountain. I turned around. I slammed my reflection in the snow-covered hills. So the landslide brought me down. Oh, mirror in the sky, what is love? Can the child within my right heart rise above? Can I sail through the changing ocean tides? Can I handle the seasons of my life? Mmm. Mmm. Well, I've been afraid of changing because I built my life around you. But time makes you bolder. Even children get older, and I'm getting older too. Yeah. Thank you. Um... Uh, okay. Um, Vicky, Vicky says, Dom sucks. Darby sings, who are the people in your neighborhood from Sesame Street? Love you both. Love you too, Vicky. Vicky's having a rough time tonight. So we this is, you. this is for Vicky. Okay. All right. Well, there's a lot of, lot of people in the neighborhood. So, um, I guess Darby will be the part of Bob and the Muppets will be other people. Here we go. This is ambitious. I like it. No, this is going to be good. Oh, who are the people in your neighborhood? In your neighborhood? In your neighborhood? Say, who are the people in your neighborhood? The people that you meet each day? Oh. Hi there, little Fleather. Hello. Hey, listen. You know who you could be if I give you this little hat and this bag to go over your shoulder or it could be a laundry man no not a laundry man how about santa claus no no not santa claus oh what's wrong with santa claus well there's nothing wrong with santa claus but don't you like christmas i love christmas but you could be the postman oh a postman oh oh the postman always brings the mail through rain or snow or sleet or hail, I'll work and work the whole day through to get your letters safe to you. Because a postman is a postman in your neighborhood, in your neighborhood. He's in your neighborhood. A postman is the person in your neighborhood, a person that you meet each day. 
<clears throat> wow. That was harder than I thought it would be. Um, <laughs> ah. That was tough. That is a hard one to do. I did not realize how hard it was going to be to go from, from Darby to, to Nathan Frazier and back. That would be. That well, would they're be very bad. different um, ends of the spectrum, you know? Yeah, no, that's true. They are. Um, Tiffany sings Why Don't You Do Right by Jessica Rabbit from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Let me open it. Let me find it. Where are you? There it is. Oh, Peggy Lee. You had plenty of money, 1922. You let other women make a fool of you. Why don't you do right like some other men do? Get out of here and get me some money, too. You're sitting down and wondering what it's all about. You ain't got no money. They will put you out. Why don't you do right like some other men do? Get out of here and get me some money, too. If you had prepared 20 years ago, you wouldn't be wandering now from door to door. Why don't you do right like some men do? Get out of here and get my money too. Toodles. <clears throat> All right, here we go. Um, run the jewels. Call Ticketron. Um, by Nathan Fraser. And um, and <laughs> Nathan Fraser, a notorious RTJ fan. Yeah, here we go. Run the jewels live at the garden, licking off shots and wearing for the darkness. May it get hot for a target. Kids cook s'mores off the crotch of our targets. Kumbaya, bitch. Buckle up, little trooper. Can't get past me. I'm stuck in the future. Shit ain't all up. It's cracked up to be. The hovercraft's cool, but the air's so putrid. And Bob's your uncle. You can tell by the stench in the air. Blood's on the ground. Opportunity is here. I'm looking into space like, is anybody there? And if aliens are here, please tell me how near do you come in peace? Or should everybody fear? I'll await your reply with a blunt and a beer. I'll be the high guy with the belly and the beard. Smoke signal E.T. A.T. aliens here. War games. Um, <laughs> I miss him right. being on screen. Me too. Me too. Um, okay, so I got to do these back to back because it requires a wig. Here you go, Ceases. I hope you're watching. Yeah, my Cease twins. Here we go. Uh, Ricky you're Rainbows. You're out today, Ricky. Yeah, I am. Um, Feeling Dreepy says, first, charcuterie flair. Second, can we get Ricky Rainbow singing Wonderful World by Louis Armstrong? Yes, we can. All right, Ceases. Hope you're watching. Here we go. It's for you. I see trees are green, red roses too, love. I see them bloom for me and you. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. I see skies are blue, clouds are white, the bright blessed days, the dark sacred nights. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. The colours of the rainbow, so pretty in the sky, are also in the faces of people going by. I see friends shaking hands saying, how do you do? They're really saying, I love you, love. I hear babies cry. I watch them grow. They learn much more than I'll ever know. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. Yes, I think to myself, what a wonderful world. 
What a wonderful world wrapped in an enigma. Yeah. Uh, and what, Lieutenant Photo uh, wants Ricky Wainbow to sing Taylor Swift. Look what you made me do for Allie. <laughs> Emily is a Ricky Rainbow stand and uh, Swifty too. I just want you guys to know. Okay. It's important to me that you know that. I don't like your little games. I don't like your tilted stage, the role you made me play of the fool. No, I don't like you. I don't like your little perfect crime, how you laugh when you lie. You said the gun was mine. It isn't cool. No, I don't like you, but I got smarter. I got harder in the nick of time. Honey, I rose up from the dead. I do it all the time. I got a list of names and yours is in red, underlined. I check it once and I check it twice. Oh, Oh, look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. Look what you've just made me do. Look what you just made me do. Look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. Look what you just made me do. Look what you just made me do. Look at me. It's like I'm not even a mystery wrapped in an enigma anymore. I don't even know who I am. If I'm not wrapped in an egg roll wrapper, wrapped in a tortilla. Look what you made me do. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, it's good. Tiffany to sing the Humbling River by Pussifer or Pussifer? What is that? Pussifier. Pussifier? Pacifier? Pussifier? What? Pussifier. <laughs> Nature nurture heaven and home, some of all and by them driven, to conquer every mountain shown, but I've never crossed the river. Braved the forests, braved the stone, braved the icy winds and fire, braved and beat them on my own, yet I'm helpless by the river. Angel, angel, what have I done? I faced the quakes, the wind and fire. I've conquered country, crown, and throne. Why can't I cross this river? Angel, angel, what have I done? I faced the quakes, the wind and fire. I've conquered country, crown, and throne. Why can't I cross this river? Ludwig, why? Toodles. It's good. Um, so this is um, Riddle, Matt Riddle and Giovanni Vinci. Doing the the booth scene in the movie Heat. <laughs> um, uh, uh, this is uh, also uh, added bonus. Uh, this was a pain in the ass, <laughs> says says Luis. So here we are. <clears throat> That's what happens when you leave out a segment by accident. Mm -hmm. Sorry, go ahead. Here we go. <clears throat> here we go. <clears throat> Seven years in San Quentin in the hole for three. Uh, McNeil before that. Eh, yeah. Was McNeil as tough as they say? Eh, uh, you're looking to become a penologist. Uh, you're looking to go back? I chased some trues. The guys were looking to fuck up and get busted back, bro. <laughs> you must have worked some dipshit crews. I worked all kinds, bro. Uh, you see me doing a thrill-seeker liquor store hold-ups with a, a born-to-lose a tattoo on my chest. Eh, eh. No, I do not. <laughs> right. And, uh, I'm never going to back. The adversarial intensity is eye to eye. I believe that was supposed to be in, a, you know, a, a, a parentheses. So I do not read it. It's not my line. It's the thing that I suppose. Here we go. The adversarial intensity is eye to eye. Here we go. See, that was me doing the adversarial intensity. Huh? Then don't take down scars. Uh, do what I do best. I take scores. You do what you do best trying to stop a guy like me, huh? Thank you. This is a very long scene. I'm not going to do all of it. But <laughs> I hope that was 
satisfactory to everybody. <clears throat> All right, here we go. Um, T Electric Mayhem wants a jukebox uh, from Soggy Seabright, New Jersey. A duet for Darby Allen and Tiffany Stratton as Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. Oh. Tony Bennett, 96 years old, just passed away. Yeah. Here we go. <clears throat> All right. Uh, right okay let's see here well you don't you why don't you do verse number one and i'll do verse number two so we'll try and we'll try and do the 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 first ones together okay my story is much too sad to be told but practically everything leaves me totally cold the only exception i know is the case when i am out on a quiet spree fighting vainly the old anyone? On we. I don't even know what the word. On oh, we is the thing we. that Darby Allen knows a lot about. It's mostly on we. This whole thing is mostly on we. I just didn't know. And suddenly I turn and see your fabulous face. You talking about me? I get no kick from champagne. Mere alcohol doesn't thrill me at all. So tell me, why should it be true that I get a kick out of you? Some, they may go for cocaine. I'm sure that if I took even one sniff, it would bore me terrifically too. Yet I get a kick out of you, Malachi Black. <laughs> I get a kick every time I see you standing there before me. I get a kick, though it's clear to see you obviously don't adore me, Brody King. I get no kick in a plane flying too high with some gal in the sky. It's my idea of nothing to do, Julia Hart. Yet I get a yeah, kick out of you. I get a you. kick out of you. Toodles. Thank you, everybody. You're okay. great, and we love you. And I appreciate you sticking around for this cheesy show. Ah? Very cheesy. Very cheesy. Yeah. <clears throat> we'll be back next week for something. Uh, hey, tune in this this Sunday on this here channel when we review the the Great American Bash. Um, Will it be great, nor American? Discuss. <sighs> everything's cheese. Everything's everything's cheese. I was trying. To, I can't remember what, what was the other. What do I usually say? Oh, that's right. Keep cool, gabagools. Toodles. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Fifty. Then. Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.